Hey everyone, today's episode is with my friend, Sean Wells. Sean has been on the show before, but I had to have him back because I wanted to talk about his latest book, which is amazing. It's called The Energy Formula, Six Life-Changing Ingredients to Unleash Your Limitless Potential. Now, I love what it says up top. It is so true. It says the secrets only a biochemist, dietitian, and certified sports nutritionist could know. To me, Sean is like, he is my trusted resource in the biz. Like when I want the real straight story of what's actually happening in the body on a biochemical level, Sean is my guy. I'm grateful to call him a friend. This book, The Energy Formula, is number one in seven categories on Amazon, including anti-aging and medicine and psychology. It's on Forbes top 21 books to read in 2021. It's number nine on there. And USA Today also listed it as the top 20 books to optimize your life in 2021. It is an amazing resource. It has full color pages, everything you could ever want to know about life optimization, biohacking. It's in here. So, so great. Let me give you a little background about Sean in case you didn't hear him last time on my show. So Sean has held the titles of Director of Research and Development for Dimatize Nutrition. You may recognize huge, huge companies Chief Scientific Officer for Biotrust Nutrition. He's the co-founder of the popular patent ingredients Teacrine and Dynamine, which are in hundreds of supplements. He has a lot of patents on formulations. He really understands the body and biochemistry at a deep level. He also serves on the Journal of the International Society of Sports Nutrition editorial board, and he's co-written a chapter on creatine in the most recent ISSN textbook, Sports Nutrition and Performance Enhancing Supplements. If you go to any metabolic health, keto, biohacking events, you've probably heard Sean speak. He's very popular. And I love Sean's, I feel like everything Sean delivers, he takes the most complex concepts of what's deeply happening in the body and he wraps it up in this bundle of common sense and is like, what actually makes sense? What can we do? What is needed? So in this episode, we get into some of the awesomeness in the book. We talk about mitochondrial health, lifestyle components, and also supplements that you can do to increase your mitochondrial health, which is basically your entire health. Because <laughs> if the lights go out, everything goes out. Sean and I both share a passion for plant medicines, psychedelic medicines. And so he talks about some of the things he's been onto lately about enhancing those experiences with supplement stacks, which was super cool to nerd out on with Sean. And then we get into creating a life of intention. Love his words of wisdom there. He is living, walking proof of everything that he is teaching. If you didn't hear before, he has dealt with a lot of health issues himself, which really pushed him into becoming so knowledgeable about all of these things. So anyway, we'll go ahead and get in to the episode. Here is Sean Wells. So I want to tell you guys about one of my favorite finds in the health industry in the last few years. It's something I use with all my clients, and that has been extremely impacting on me as well. And that's the upgraded formulas, hair mineral tests, their consults, and their nanoparticle size minerals. So I started on this path because I was taking in a high quality magnesium. And when I tested, I found out that I was extremely deficient in magnesium. And once I started using their nanoparticle size magnesium, my levels went right up. And what I experienced was incredible. I started getting more REM sleep. I was, I realized I hadn't been dreaming in years, started dreaming again, and also noticed that I didn't think I had anxiety until I got my magnesium back up and noticed that I was experiencing quite a lot of anxiety and that went away and I was able to enter back into a place of calm and peace and it was just incredible. And so since then, I've been using it with all of my clients and it's so easy. All you have to do, they'll mail you out a little envelope and you just put some hair in it and mail it back into their lab. And then you do a consult with them over the phone and they'll tell you all about your ratios, what's high and what's low, because you can't know this unless you test. There's no way to know. And you can't just crapshoot minerals. You have to make sure that your ratios are on point. So they will tell you exactly what you need more of, exactly what you need less of to get those ratios on point. So you can have optimized brain health and hormones and sleep and metabolism. So um, they're also giving you 10% off for being an inside out health listener. So that code is just inside out. So go to upgradedformulas.com and just enter inside out at checkout and you'll get 10% off their consults, um, the hair tests and any products that you may need to get your ratios right. So yeah, take advantage of it, guys. It's something I use with every single one of my clients. It's been wildly impacting and I'm happy to be able to extend that discount on to you guys too, as a thank you for listening to the podcast. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I wanted to take a moment to tell you about higher coaching. This is my coaching system and I get a lot of questions because it's not just training and nutrition. We do that. I love training and nutrition, obviously. 
but we also do more. We do personal development, and the way that's delivered is a 90-day personal development program that you go through with me when you work with me. So it's a video course with questions for you to deep dive in yourself for the first 90 days of working with me. Now, that comes as part of a morning routine. I am really big on the morning routine, and you ask any of my clients, I will push you on that because it's life-changing. So we start with meditation, and then we do gratitude, and then that personal development program. That's our deep dive psychologically, and after the 90 days, you go to the next level. You start doing what I'm doing currently, and it's a lot of strategic goal setting, and it's really, really, honestly, miraculous what's happening, not only in my life, but in my clients' lives. Like it brings me to tears when I get on calls with them. I'm like, do you see yourself? Like, do you see what you're doing? That is so cool. So anyway, that is um, for me, the bread and butter of my coaching. I love it so much. Also though, in regards to your body, I also like to go deep dive and see what might be holding you back. So that's where all the biohacking side comes in. We do a physiological deep dive as well. So we do blood testing, hair mineral testing, DNA testing, body composition, aura ring. Um, So your heart rate variability, your sleep cycles. Do you have any deficiencies? Do you have issues with sleep you didn't even know about? Let's find out, you know? So that's how I approach things in higher. There's more. We do prizes every month, Nikes, Lulu's, all my favorite products and foods to keep you motivated, to keep those habits up. We do three Zoom calls a week so you get support. We have a private Facebook group. We're all vibing and, and cheering each other along the way. We get raw and real and honest. And it's just, yeah, it's like I created my life and I created my life the way I like. And I like to deep dive with a bunch of bad A people that really want to optimize their lives. And it's an honor for me to serve them in that. So I just thought I would tell you about it because I don't know if I talk about it quite enough. So if you're looking for that, if you're like wanting the next level in your body and also in your life, truly, that's what we're doing. So uh, seeking bad A's (laughs) to join higher. I do have some spots open. It is limited. I can only handle so many clients at a time. But if you would like to find out if it's a good fit for you, you can go to my website, taragarrison.com, and you can request a call and we can see if, if it's a great fit for you. And yeah, I I just wanted to tell you guys about Hire so you could get a little glimpse into what I'm doing on the daily. And if you're looking for something a little more self-guided, I do have my Keto In and Out program on my website. So you can either do a small taste and try it for eight weeks, or you can go a full year. That baby is comprehensive. There is a video of every recipe, video of every exercise. There's a 60-day course teaching you how to do keto or 30 days of keto and then 30 days of bringing back the carbs, FAQ video library, Facebook group, like all of that. So if you're more of like the self-guided person and you just want stuff planned for you, that is also an option on my website. It's taragarrison.com. I'll link it all in the show notes. And all right, we'll go ahead and get into our episode. All right, guys, I've got Sean Wells back on the show. This has been a little bit of time coming. Hopefully you guys heard our first episode together. We got real on that one. Remember, Sean? That was a great episode. Yeah, it was beautiful. And today we're going to be talking about his new-ish book. (laughs) We had to reschedule this podcast a few times, but it's still still pretty new. We got the energy formula and I am so glad. Look at this sucker. If you guys are on YouTube, it's thick. It's awesome. So informative. And I'm glad that you put your mind and onto paper. Because for me, Sean, like you're the guy that I go to when I have like, I'm like, okay, just tell me how it is. What are your thoughts on this? You are like my reference because it's not just preaching theory. You've practiced clinical nutrition. You were the chief scientific officer for BioTrust. Like you've been in the supplement game. You've been in the nutrition game. You've got that sports nutrition background with biochemistry, with clinical nutrition. I mean, it's such an amazing combo. And that's what it says on the front of the book, guys. The secret's only a biochemist, dietitian, and certified sports nutritionist can know. So we're going to dive into the book today. And I picked out some parts that I thought would be super interesting for you guys to pick Sean's genius brain about. And I wanted to start with mitochondria and mitochondrial health because it's a bit of a buzz right now, but I don't know anybody who's as passionate about mitochondrial health as you from the moment I met you. It's like, it's that thing that comes up in conversation all the time. You're super passionate about it. You're like, it all goes back to the mitochondria. So let's dive in. Why should people be thinking about their mitochondrial health? They got a million things going on. Why do they need to be thinking about their mitochondria? I truly believe that mito is the next keto and that what's more important if we're talking vitality, than cellular energy and cellular energy and the energy 
for life, the energy for vibrance, the energy to run your systems is coming from the mitochondria, the cellular powerhouse of the cell, right? So it creates ATP, adenosine triphosphate. This is the energy currency used throughout the body. And we need our mitochondria. When we're mitochondrial dysfunctional and we're, we essentially run into metabolic dysfunction. And yeah. then we're in a state of insufficient cellular energy, ice. And we're, there's a shortfall of energy. And as a result, it's kind of like trying to fix the car as it's running full steam down the road. And there's true dysfunction that will be kicking off damage in the form of one, lack of energy, hypertonicity of muscles, brain fog, glycation, which is blood sugar damage, oxidation, inflammation, all of these things will be happening when there's that shortfall of energy and you're still trying to like hit the gas. Yeah. We're hitting the caffeine, we're having the alcohol, we're like watching internet porn, cranking up the music, like whatever it is, like we're trying to like bridge that gap in the brain. It's actually called brain energy gap. It's the same idea. And it's been shown in the brain that like the, the neurons are actually firing slower across the synapse. That's why like when we wake up and we're exhausted, the first thing we're reaching for to try and bridge that energy gap to get those neurons firing faster so that we don't feel that brain fog is caffeine, is sugar. Like that's why we're craving those things to get going instead of getting better sleep. So definitely mitochondrial health is a massive discussion biological aging versus chronological aging, nearly all disease is related to metabolic dysfunction, mitochondrial dysfunction. Like maybe 1% of disease is actually genetic from birth, a disease you're born with, let's say, but almost all other diseases are metabolic in nature, not just cancer, but cancer, coronary heart disease, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, PCOS. I mean, all these things that we're seeing that a ketogenic diet, intermittent fasting, mitochondrial health supplements are all helping with things like berberine metformin are all helping with. It's lowering the rate of all disease, lowering the rate of biological aging versus chronological aging. Yeah. Let's talk about what we can do to enhance our mitochondrial health first from a lifestyle perspective, but then let's definitely hit on berberine and metformin and other supplements that you recommend to enhance mitochondrial health. But first lifestyle, what are the biggest hitters? in your opinion, on mitochondrial health, enhancing it? First and foremost would be sleep to me like that. I have a good friend. I don't know if you've had her on the show, Molly McLaughlin. Sleep is a skill. She's amazing. I haven't, uh, but I'd love to. Sleeping biohacker. But sleep is one of those. We're the only species that denies ourselves sleep when we need it. Yeah. It doesn't make sense what we're doing. And then the amount of blue light exposure we're having, I'm sure you've talked about that plenty, but like if you think about it, it's not just even some blue light exposure. Our TVs over the last 30 years have gone from 25 inches to 50 inches to 75 inches to 90 inches. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now we're doing like VR glasses, like on our face, like blasting full light on our face. Then we're, we have these brighter and brighter phones. Everything's going from like 480p to 720p to 1080p to 4k to and it's HDR. And it's like, everything's about greater brightness, more pop and more colors. And it's cool. Like these devices look cool and they definitely pull you in with the saturation and the color and the brightness and the massive screens. But think about what this is doing to us. We're literally experiencing like the brightest day sunshine at night at eight, yeah. nine, 10 o'clock at night. Plus it's sports with a lot of intensity. It's Game of Thrones with a lot of intensity. It's right. the movies that are adult themed, right? With like sex and violence and winding you up or news. Everything's like late at night, right? Hyping you up, dopaminergic kind of stuff. And like mm -hmm. you're entrained to it. And then you're distracted and you're on your phone as well. And you're on multiple devices and multiple screens. So we're not in a state of winding down. We're not in a state of being able to disconnect from devices and all this blue light, we're really like wiring ourselves up, winding ourselves up. And then we wonder why we have to use alcohol and Ambien. Then it's so hard to get to sleep. 
I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Not to mention you didn't give yourself any time to process everything that happened that day. So by the time you lay down, you're processing that stressful conversation at work or your relationship issues or whatever. And now your mind's still going and we wonder why we can't sleep. And I think a lot of the reason we tend to, I want to just scroll on my phone. I want to just watch this so because we want to avoid that. Suppressed but all it. we're doing is delaying it and disrupting yeah. our sleep with it even more. And I th- I love that you said sleep first. I was just talking to a woman from Colombia the other day and I was saying how when I lived in Spain, I was like, they really do like take a break in the middle of the day and like go home and eat and stores close down and they sometimes nap. They really do this siesta thing. She's like, oh yeah, my country too. She's like, it was so weird for me when I came here that you guys don't do that. And when I look at animals, I like to look at nature as an example. And I'm like, animals nap throughout the day, but we're like, no, I will drug myself to make sure that I don't do what my body is naturally wanting to do. Ignoring your body. I was just reading a really interesting article about senses that yes, there's the five senses and yes, there's like extrasensory perception, like externally into the world. But it was also talking about like these internal senses, all the receptors we have in our body that we sense temperature, we sense organs and our metabolism and whether our stomach is full and all these different senses of what's going on in our body. And it never really gets talked about all these things that we can sense in ourselves if we're tuned into it. Right. It's a great point that we're we're suppressing all of this so much of the time. Love that point about being able to wind down and going into gratitude journaling or doing meditation or processing at the end of the day. I think that's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal point. I know that For me, that would happen all the time with like when I working 80 to 100 hours a week, like my get into the dark room and then my mind goes haywire with monkey mind stuff. And absolutely, like I had to drug myself to sleep. Yeah. And I think like a lot of people I know love to do visualizations of how the next day is going to go. And I've noticed like my morning routine came in place way before my nighttime routine came in place. And it wasn't until I got the nighttime routine down that everything started to flow. And for me, that was earlier. I need to start this nighttime routine earlier. Like you said, like waiting till 10, 11 o'clock at night. Okay. Hurry body shut down now. It's not, it doesn't work like that. Just like warming up for a workout. You don't go from zero to like sprinting at full capacity. You got to warm up a little. And I love that some people will do visualizations of how the next day is going. And for me, one thing that I do, and I've noticed it's just these little tricks from my mind. I'll lay out my workout clothes at night. And it's just this little symbol to myself of like, yay, I can't wait to go to sleep so I can wake up and do this tomorrow. So that is some sort of routine is super, super helpful. Okay. Let's get nerdy for a second. Let's talk mitochondrial supplements. You hit on berberine and metformin. Can you explain what those are first of all, and then any other supplements you love for mitochondrial health? Yeah, I can. And by the way, if you're seeing this on video and I'm looking very red, it's because of niacin. (laughs) Talk about that as it relates to just a second. So metformin is the drug that people have known about since the 1920s. Interesting, interesting data. Originally, it was used for influenza and Hmm. it's antiviral. Wow. Didn't know that. Good to know. I'll just leave (laughs) that there. Maybe some of these other compounds could help with our current dilemmas. It's something that needs to be explored for sure. But metformin is the most popular glucose disposal agent works via AMPK, AMP kinase, and it's super effective at lowering blood sugar, increasing ketones, enhancing insulin sensitivity. We've definitely seen data that lowering insulin chronically over a lifetime can lead to elevated growth hormone, telomeres staying longer, rapamycin being more ideal, all these kinds of things that are associated with anti-aging. When insulin is lower, you have slower, essentially biological aging and less disease. So we've seen that correlation that insulin is higher then we have faster biological aging, more disease and more metabolic dysfunction. So we're meant to be metabolically flexible. And we're in a state right now where we're just too sedentary. We're eating too often, too high glycemic carbohydrate, too many calories, too much stress, not enough sleep. I mean, to all the points we were just making, it's, those are the differences than what used to be. And no, I don't think everyone needs to be keto. If you look at all these other cultures, like that's the difference. They do sleep. They are highly active. They have complex carbohydrates. They do relax and connect with each other. 
and they have de-stressing techniques and, you know, and they're not overeating all of they're not overeating. They're walking fast. They fast all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's so different. And I do think keto is effective given a lot of what's going on with our metabolic dysfunction. Right. So someone in Africa doesn't need to eat keto, but someone in America that's highly overweight, metabolically dysfunctional, it makes sense to me. So yeah, that's hundred percent agree. The difference. Yeah. Uh, so Berberine is the herbal equivalent, essentially, of metformin, very similar. And by the way, metformin is in a study right now with over 10,000 people. Nice. It's a massive study on anti-aging. So it's been looked at for over 20 years in anti-aging, not just with, obviously, if you're diabetic, like type 2 diabetic, it's going to be very potent in anti-aging and improving your health. But they've even shown with people that are highly insulin sensitive and are far from diabetic, a normal glycemic, that they benefit from the anti-aging effects as well. And it's one of those things that like, you almost can't get too low in hemoglobin A1C or can't get too low in CRP. These are things like, they're just massively anti-aging no matter how like low you get them. So- And real quick, can you explain what those are? Yeah, hemoglobin A1C is a longer term indicator of blood glucose, uh, Mm -hmm. blood sugar, and CRP is an indicator of inflammation in the body's C-reactive protein. Scientists might look at some other things that aren't as easy to to snapshot like IL-6 and some of these other compounds, but that's like the easy one for just when you go get blood work at Quest or whatever to look Mm -hmm. at CRP, hemoglobin A1C, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so berberine. Okay. Yeah. So, so berberine actually outperforms metformin head to head in a study. So the herbal equivalent is actually more potent. Plus metformin has been shown to lower B12. It was actually pulled off mm. the market last year for being tainted. And about a third of people have GI distress from mm. metformin. Okay. But what we see like berberine again is superior and even more interesting is dihydroberberine, mm. which Berberine converts into dihydroberberine in the gut. Hmm. And it's about five times more bioavailable as a result. And berberine and metformin do have bioavailability issues. That's kind of why the GI distress thing happens. And it's in its active form as dihydroberberine, and it lasts about twice as long in the blood plasma. So you have to take much lower doses and you take it less frequently if you take dihydroberberine and you don't have the GI distress. So let's say somebody's used to a 500 milligram dosage of berberine, which would be typical. What would the dosaging be for the dihydroberberine? 100 to 150 milligrams twice a day. Wow. Is that easy to find? Yeah. It's under the brand name Gluco Vantage. Okay. Thanks. I'm all taking notes over here. (laughs) Thanks, Sean. (laughs) And so like that's blood sugar is absolutely massive. Modulating inflammation is going to be important. I like things like curcumin in a liposomal form. Potentially there's another form called curcumin that's good. And then there's a metabolite called tetrahydrocurcumin that's very effective as well. I like pairing up these curcumin compounds with CBD, cannabidiol. So like those are all really effective at modulating inflammation. So again, go for that to lower that CRP, correct? Yep, exactly. So we're lowering hemoglobin A1C, we're lowering inflammation, and then getting to enhancing mitochondrial function. That's where like improving CoQ10 and PQQ would be ideal. Those are both involved in the electron transport chain of the, yeah, the Krebs cycle and ATP production. Going to interrupt real quick. If you're hearing all this and you're like driving and you want to frantically write notes, this is all in his book. Okay. This CoQ10. So just get the energy formula if you want an easy reference for this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so PQQ, CoQ10, those are going to help with mitochondrial health, but boosting NAD, which is a big topic right now. How do you boost NAD? And NAD and NADH is a involved the kind of the, one of the last stops in the citric acid cycle, the the Krebs cycle, and you want to skew this ratio towards NAD. And it's, that's kind of what we've found to be like most anti-aging. If you can boost NAD that again, telomere length is longer, that mitochondrial function is higher. 
that there's less DNA errors as a result. Like DNA methylation involves a lot of NAD. Yeah. And just in case alcohol, you're... by the way, and like alcohol and bad eating and not enough sleep all lower NAD, mm. like overuse of alcohol, I should say. Real quick translation, if you're not a super biohacker nerd yet. So telomeres would be like the little, well, I'll let you explain it. The little end caps of our DNA. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you think of like DNA is like the shoelaces and yeah, exactly. Like the little caps on the shoelaces are yeah. Telomeres. So and the longer, the better. And the as they get the better. Right. Yeah. And so you're saying this can help. We want to make sure that our NAD levels are not plummeting, which is typical as we age, right? That's what causes like. Yeah. So, aging. so yeah. Double whammy is that we make less NAD as we age. Then we also have higher levels of NADAs that breaks down NAD. It's also called CD38. So we're making less, we're metabolizing it faster. And then all these bad habits are plummeting the NAD as well, like the drinking, the not getting enough sleep, the bad diet, the not hydrating, the overstress, all lower NAD. So it's like quintuple whammy of all this stuff, like we're lowering NAD levels. So how do we raise NAD? Obviously, one way would be IV NAD. That's not, it's not cheap. No. <laughs> many hours and it can feel a little uncomfortable. You do get this paresthesis that I have going on right now. <laughs> where it looks like I have a sunburn and I'm like, my skin is tingling. And, You're such a biohacker. <laughs> um, that can happen. It's paresthesis. So yeah, what were you going to say? Also, the niacin. Let's talk about why you're red. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm getting there. So that NAD itself doesn't get absorbed very well in terms of bioavailability orally. So there are some supplements that people are taking, NR, nicotinamide riboside, also called true niogen, and NMN, the nicotinamide mononucleotide. Those are both niacin-ish compounds that occur in this NAD pathway. But the data, I would say the data is slightly better on NMN if I was going to take an oral supplement than NR, especially if you look at like David Sinclair's work, he's done a lot there and Rhonda Patrick, Peter Atia, they're all on kind of the NMN train. Mm. So I do take NMN, but really interesting information I've been reading and why I'm doing this mm -hmm. is that just niacin itself, and that has to be the full flush niacin. So nicotinic acid, yeah, that you want to get that form because that full flush one is enhancing blood flow, which is why I have this look that I have right now. You do get the sunburn, the paresthesis. It does seem to affect lipids more, improving dyslipidemia and improving inflammation. But the most interesting thing in this study, 500 milligrams twice a day, it improved NAD levels eight times in healthy humans. Whoa. Yeah. So now I'm on this niacin train. Even more interesting is there's a pathway that's very similar to the way this one peptide 5-amino-1-MQ works, where it could be really improving fat loss and preventing fat synthesis. So like really interesting that niacin in high dose, the full flush niacin could be potent at enhancing your energy levels, lowering body fat improving dyslipidemia, lowering inflammation. It really is a miracle compound. You just have to suffer through this paresthesis a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. Some of you may have experienced that in like a pre-workout and you're like, why am I sweating and hot and <laughs> tingling? And yeah, that's what, what I would say is that you can take like a hundred milligrams of the full flush niacin, just start working your way up and take yeah. two and then three. And then you can, they do make 500 milligram caps, which is what I'm using, but Wow. Just up to it. You know, I'm going to be ordering some after this now. <laughs> um, Super cheap. That's the fun thing too. Yeah, it's awesome. And by the way, guys, now you can probably see why in the beginning of the episode, I was like, I am so glad that you put your brain down on paper, right? Because <laughs> this is how I feel after every conversation with Sean is like, crap, dude, hold on. Let me put some notes in my phone real quick. But it's this book. It's really cool too. Because one thing I love that you did in the book, I'm going to plug your book for a minute because it is really cool. He has this what do you call it? Like the science corner scientists formulators uh, corner formulators corner. Yeah. Yes. So it's like a quick reference of all of this stuff and it's beautiful. The book has color on the pages. I mean, it's a super nice resource. Okay. We're all gonna right, wait, I got one big one for you. Okay. Uh, okay. This is going to blow your mind. Okay. <laughs> Simulating exercise. 
exercise mm. in a bottle, an ingredient. It's an exercise mimetic is the actual class. Mm. There's been some compounds that have been drugs in this exercise mimetic class, ACAR, A-I-C-A-R, another one called GW50156, I believe is the, the numbers. Those were both exercise mimetics, literally exercise in a bottle. But there is a compound that occurs naturally in your body, a peptide called beta, beta amino isobutyric acid. And mm. when you're intensely exercising, you're breaking down some of your muscle in like the BCAA pool in your muscle and valine, one of the BCAAs converts into L-beba hmm. and L-beba is the signal to your body that we're intensely exercising. And as a result, L-beba being elevated is associated with increased neuroplasticity in the brain, increased VO2 max, decreased fat mass, improved muscle mass, improved strength, improved bone mineral density. Like you can just go down the line of all the things that are associated with intense exercise are associated with L-beba. This so is biohacking to the max. <laughs> yeah, enhancing L-beba levels is essentially getting more out of every rep, every step. I don't like the idea of like the exercise in a bottle and you just sit on the couch. Like right. something I wouldn't recommend, but I think it's the kind of thing where if you do eight reps, it's like doing 12. If you do a hundred meter sprint, it's like doing 130. It's like that kind of thing. Like where you're, you're getting faster results. Wow. That is fascinating. Have you tried it? Yeah, I have it. Yeah. I, I mean, I have like the patents around some of this stuff. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so, wow. Very yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's on the market. It's called mitoburn. It mm. does also affect the browning of adipose tissue. So enhance mitochondrial function and anti-aging. Yeah. I'm just over here making my little shopping list. <laughs> El Beba. And then the name is like fun to say too. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow. Thanks for sharing that one. All right. I have another new one. That's really interesting. Dilucine. So leucine has always been going back to the BCAAs, the gold standard in muscle protein synthesis. It's right. the signal in your body to turn on that anabolism, to make more muscle, to recover more muscle, right? So that's one thing that's important if you're trying to gain muscle mass or maintain muscle mass, especially as you age, like we tend to be sarcopenic and lose muscle mass as we age, lose strength and functionality super important to maintain your muscle mass and strength as you age. So leucine key, but how do you essentially like, it's not the dose of leucine, what happens in the plasma, it's how quickly leucine goes up in the plasma that the body senses to turn on muscle protein synthesis. So it's not really about absolute dose. It's about how quickly it can go up. And what we've seen is that people that have more optimal testosterone and improved insulin sensitivity, it tends to go up faster. So for people that have mm. low androgen levels or poor insulin sensitivity, it tends to take much longer mm. and therefore it takes much higher doses of protein or leucine to trigger muscle protein synthesis. And that's mm. where you get sarcopenic obesity, where you tend to be gaining fat and losing muscle over time. Anyway, there is an interesting hack here, and it was something I explored, is that singlet, meaning like single amino acids, are actually slower in the uptake than these di and tripeptide transporters. Hmm. There's unique transporters in the jejunum that like pull up these dipeptides and tripeptides faster. Hmm. So it seems counterintuitive, but dilucine is two leucines put together. And we've done research on this, that it's about 40% better than singlet wow. amino acid leucine. So you can lower the doses. You can have it be much more potent at turning on that system for anabolism. Whoa. I love how you're minding, Sean. This is awesome. <laughs> like every biohacking nerd right now is like making a list. I'm like dilucine, oh baby. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Dang, that's awesome. Okay, before I move on, because I want to talk about the plant medicine supplement oh, yeah. stuff, but is there anything else exciting that you've had come out before we get to that or that you're working well, on? Well, I do have T-Cream and Dynamine are my energy ingredients. They're in about 700 products. They're amazing. I do, and I still love them and use them. I do have another energy ingredient coming out that is a metabolite of caffeine. 
that caffeine has issues with fast and slow metabolizers. So for about a third of the population, people metabolize it quickly. And they're the people I can just go right to bed. It doesn't really do anything for me. And then a third of the population, it's ideal the way it works. They get the right amount of stimulation. Mm -hmm. And then a third are slow metabolizers where they get the hangovers and the headaches and the arrhythmia and and it just seems to hang around forever and slowly gets metabolized. Yeah. So the thing that it metabolizes into is an ingredient called parazanthine. Parazanthine is where you're getting the benefit. This is like the thing mm-hmm. that enhances your energy. What's interesting too is it's much lower in toxicity than caffeine. It doesn't have that metabolizer issue. It doesn't have the habituation mm-hmm. where your body becomes dependent on it. It doesn't have the adaptation effect where you need to take more and more caffeine to get it to be as effective. Wow. Uh, And what's really interesting too, is it has a much more potent dopaminergic effect. That's actually neuroprotective and enhances like mood and well-being feelings. You get like a confidence or swagger on it. Right. So this is an ingredient that we're releasing in the coming months. And maybe it'll be out by the time the show goes live. So I don't have a brand name for this ingredient quite yet. Do you have a name uh, for the ingredient? Did you say, can you say? Paraxanthine is the ingredient. We have about 20 patents filed on it. Um, Yeah. Wow. It's going to be coming out in in many new products, but it's really exciting. Like it works, it works for everyone. Like it's not like caffeine where it kind of works here and there and side effects. Right. Super clean works for everyone. People feel this confidence and swagger. They feel happy on it. They go to sleep great. It's just one of those things is just optimizing you. So like the parties we've had that have been trying it, looking into it, companies, they're just super excited about it. It's so fun to see what you create because it's not like some people are like formulators, but they're like, this has ginseng in it because ginseng is good for you. Like you're thinking about this on a way deeper biochemical level. It's cool to see how you're thinking like, huh, how could we offset that problem, but still get these benefits? Like it's rad. Thank you. Like, and two of the other ingredients that caffeine turns into is theobromine, which I really don't think is that effective. And then theophylline, which is side effect ridden too. That's like a bronchodilator, similar to like an ephedrine or DMAA. It's kind of a dirty stem and there's just tons of side effects and toxicity with that. So like going straight to this paraxanthine is like, this is why it's so clean, like basically no side effects and people feel amazing on it. So yeah, I'm super excited. About yeah. It. I cannot and wait. I use to it every that. day. Yeah, I bet. I w- <laughs> I'm sure I won't be addicted to it at all. <laughs> I'm like, wait, message me when it's available. <laughs> okay. Let's talk plant medicines because you and I both have a similar passion for the incredible, mind-blowing, transformational potential of plant medicines. And I can't wait to get in your mind to see where your mind has gone of how we can stack supplements to enhance those experiences. And I'm thinking based off our pre-convo before we started, that's where you're at. So can you share where your mind has gone? With that. Yeah, I think most people are talking about magnesium, 5-HTP, and electrolytes, and that's about the extent of it. Right. I've been going much deeper with it. So one of the things I'm looking at is BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, basically the neuroplasticity. Mm-hmm. Michael Pollan talks about, it's a great analogy that we have our ski tracks, and over time, we just go into our ski tracks, and that's what we keep yeah. doing. The neurons that fire together, wire together, right? So that we get in our habits and that's kind of crystallized intelligence works that way right. like where we just get in our box, right? right? As we age, we get smarter by getting in our box, this crystallized intelligence, but we lose fluid intelligence. We're not as dynamic right. at taking on new tasks. And that's the whole idea of neuroplasticity. And that's mm-hmm. why it's good to challenge yourself by learning new languages and going to new restaurants putting your belt on the opposite way and brushing your teeth with the opposite hand or going to an art museum or being around friends that if you're anti-vax that are vax, that Mm -hmm. someone that's, if you're Trump and that they're Biden being around, like challenging your brain is healthy. Right. So that's super important for neuroplasticity as we age to not get trapped in our box. Yeah. But I found a compound That's actually more effective. I mean, people talk about like Stamets protocol, lion's mane, enhancing BDNF. (laughs) 
nothing, nothing compared to this compound. I found a compound that cool. enhances BDNF more than injecting BDNF. Whoa. Okay, let's so, hear it. <laughs> it's called, yeah, it's called 7,8-dihydroxyflavone, and it enhances neuroplasticity. One thing I would be careful of is not always using something that enhances neuroplasticity. Because if you think about when you're young, you get traumatized very easy. Things like suicidal feelings, depression, like we feel more, right? So yeah. we're, it's things are more intense. So I would be careful like to use these compounds yeah. like, when you're in a safe environment, when you're in a positive learning environment, when you're happy, like. And probably experienced, like you're yeah. pretty experienced with plant medicines already, because from what we've seen from mushrooms, for example, which is my favorite plant medicine, it's already, it already enhances neuroplasticity. So like start there in a safe environment with a trusted yeah. person who knows what they're doing. Right. And then maybe down the road, if everything's going well, you can trickle into this state. That's a really great point though, about like, Hey, be careful. Cause you're going to feel your feelings in this state and you might not want to overwhelm yourself out of the well, game. That's why it's important to have a really good facilitator in the whole yeah. set and setting. And like, yes. because you can actually hardwire in traumas. Yes. hundred percent. And I had one really horrible scenario where I was very traumatized in plant medicine, mm. but 99.9% .9 of my stuff that I've done has been amazing with the right facilitators. And it's led to massive changes and just yeah. I 10 X my life. So yeah. I'm yeah. all for it, but it's also important to be careful. Yes. But Thank you. The seven, eight dihydroxyflavone. My idea there is that you use that in the days and weeks following your plant medicine journey. Interesting. So okay. that you can integrate in further and deeper. You can, Very cool. you can like, yeah. when you're working through, especially if you're someone that's journaling and working on what you went through during your journey then you can leave yourself more room to make those changes and hardwire in these positive thoughts. So hardwire in the inner truth or the higher self. Yeah. Cause a lot of us will talk about the post mushroom glow, right? So like yeah. especially the first day after, and then maybe the next a little bit, it starts to trickle, but you are very, you can almost tell that you're neuroplastic. You're super open. You're thinking yeah. about things on a deeper level. You feel connected to everyone around you, like little kids. I've noticed after I have done journeys and I'm around my kids, I feel like I'm finally on their level. I'm like looking them in the eye and paying attention to everything they're saying. And they're already doing that all the time. They're connected. We're the yeah. ones that are kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing this other stuff. Like, what'd you say? Yeah. Okay, cool. So to enhance that a little bit longer is really cool because that you're hundred percent right. The integration is where all the magic happens. Otherwise it was just this crazy thing I experienced and back to my ski tracks. Are you saying 7,8-dihydroxyflavone? Yes. Okay. Where do you get this in how dosages? There's just a few companies right now that have it. It's not like widely available, but yeah. some of these <laughs> nootropic kind of okay. aging sites right now. Like, right. Hopefully we can get more on the market soon, but that's what, it's only a handful of companies right now. Okay. Another cool compound that I'm looking at is dihydromyrcetin. So this one has been studied for hangovers in particular and really reducing the effect of a hangover. Certainly we know about hydration and B vitamins, but there's a detoxification effect that is potent with this compound. And so I think it would be great with higher doses of mushrooms, with MDMA, mm -hmm. with ayahuasca, some of these things. And certainly mm -hmm. if you have a night drinking. Right. Times any of us like just have a little too much. And especially if it's like wines or something that kind of leave you hangover-y. Right. You know, right. Happens with people. So dihydromyrcetin is one to look at for that. Okay. My next one up is serotonin. Now, if you're doing like MDMA, MDA, sassafras, like there's a big serotonin dump and to some degree <laughs> with mushrooms, but mm -hmm. certainly with those compounds. Yes. 5-HTP. That's cool. But there's some other compounds that are really interesting too that you could pair with it. I've been working with Zembrin, which is a essentially an herbal SSRI. And mm. so it's going to enhance the serotonergic reuptake. So it's going to work similar to like some of these SSRI drugs. It's a compound that comes from Kana, which you've probably heard yeah. about. 
So using the combination of 5-HTP and Zembrin, I believe, and then there's some other compounds that could help like vitamin D, saffron helps modulate serotonin. Mm. These are some of the things that I would stack like post journey to get you to bounce back faster. I know like if I've done um, ice cream cone, which is like 2CB, MDA, MDMA, like these are so depleting on like serotonin that you can feel the highest highs and deeply connected. And then like, especially if you're alone, like the next X days, you Mm -hmm. feel like kind of like the lowest Mm -hmm. lows and it can Mm -hmm. be rough. Yeah. So like getting serotonin to bounce back and come back online faster, could be ideal. What's your thoughts on, I've always wondered this and you're the perfect person to ask, like timing of when to take those serotonin rebuilders. Like, do you have thoughts on that? It's something that I'm exploring more. I actually think like this, this is super controversial that they tell you not to take SSRIs going into these things. Mm -hmm. I actually think that taking them will enhance the effect that it could, it's hard to say, like if you're someone that's like really prone to depression and has neurological, psychological issues, then work with your doctor. This is, this is, yeah, guys, we're going off the cuff here. Okay. You're getting the inside <laughs> loop. <laughs> like this is I, not, we're not saying, making recommendations. Yeah, here. I'm <laughs> saying for like, if you're someone that's in a healthy mental state, actually like taking these prophylactically, meaning like ahead of time, maybe and and then also post journey, I believe could prevent the depletion. Like it's the idea of like loading on serotonin, then depleting it and then reloading on it. Yeah. So like the dump isn't quite as intense if you take it prophylactically pre-journey. It's an interesting thought. Really interesting. Like a lot of people just blanket. It's one of those like blanket statements that's not really based on science. Like, oh, you know, if you take an SSRI, you don't want to do blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you won't have an experience or whatever. Yeah, that's cool. Like, Again, for people that have depression issues that are working with a doctor that are on multiple medications, I get it. Yeah. But I like the idea for those of us that are healthy mindset that are doing journeys, experimenting with this. That said, again, another caveat is there's something that's called serotonin syndrome, serotonin sick syndrome, something called, you do have to be careful with all this, like titrate, look at it, feel like what's right for your body this kind of thing. But I do believe if you're someone that tends to go way low, then you might want to look at doing some things to protect serotonin levels, enhance serotonin levels pre-journey. Yeah. And again, liability release statement. We are just (laughs) theoretically, we are not making recommendations for anyone. We're just nerding out on what could be possible. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We have a little bit more time. The last thing I really want to hit on with you before we close this out is you have a section in your book about growing your life with intention. Like, I mean, I would just love for you to share what this has looked like for you and like your biggest nuggets of word of wisdom, like why it's important to live a life of intention and how do we actually do that? What would be the opposite of living a life of intention? And then what are your thoughts on how someone can best start to make those changes in their life? It changes everything. It's literally like when you go into a journey, right? What is it you do? You set intention or like we were talking about, like with sleep, if I wake up, you talked about morning routine, the two things that successful people across the board have in common with tools of Titans, Tim Ferriss wrote was they have a dialed morning routine and they have like a resilient mindset to where they view everything as like has potential opportunity. Right. And so all of that has, it's all like rooted in intention. And when you look at all these habits of like working out and getting into cold plunges or reading and, or turning something into a positive or turning it into opportunity or making the most of your plant medicine journey or navigating relationships or whatever it is, it's all revolves around intention. And if I look at like these successful morning routines, if I wake up instead of man, 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 when I wake up, it's like chimes that are slowly coming in and the light slowly getting brighter in the room. And then I wake up and I do some box breathing, like six in, six hold, six out, six hold, do that like four times. 
Then I do some gratitude. I'm so thankful that I have a house, that I have a dog next to me, that I have a job, that I have a car, that I have food. There's so many great relationships in my life. And then I go into what my intentions are for the day and what I want to accomplish today. Then I do some stretching and grab a glass of water. How intentional is that? Like that's 10 minutes and it would literally reshape your day instead of your day happening to you, instead of feeling exhausted and like reaching for the coffee and the donut and the whatever. This is so different. And if that's 10 minutes, think about how that looks like the rest of your day, the tone it sets for the rest of your day. When you start with intentionality, you talked about having the gym bag, that's intentionality right? Like it's all, it's so different than like letting life happen to you. It's essentially like the idea of victimization, right? Like when we're letting life happen to us, we're becoming the victim, we're becoming the passenger. And then that's our narrative is that we are victims. And all of this is happening to us instead of the idea of that everything is happening for us. The universe is working for us if we just engage with it and live with intention. Yeah. And that was so beautifully said, and we are in the driver's seat. And if you're listening to this and the way he described that wake up sounds like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And you're just going to go back to moseying out of your bed and fumbling to the coffee pot and checking your phone. I'm just telling you, I heard what Sean just described over and over and over by every successful person that I could get my freaking hands on. And just, I wanted in their minds, how do they think? Right. Cause to me, You want to be successful at something, find someone who's successful at that thing and see how they think. And as many nuances as you can get in that, how do they react when something doesn't go the right way? How do they show up with their family? How do they, all of these little nuances, that's what I kept hearing. I kept hearing, I meditate, I have a morning routine. I meditate, I have a morning routine. And so I was like, okay, I've heard this enough times. I would have to be an idiot to not implement it. And so I changed everything. I started waking up at 4.30, started meditating. And it was like every single time my brain wanted to go into old patterns of, no, 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 you have a bunch of things to do. You can't. It was like, no, no. I want to sit here. I'm going to set my timer for 10 minutes. That's all I'm going to do. 10 minutes of meditation. I'm going to write some gratitude and I'm going to do some personal development. And it changed my whole life. So I can witness that what Sean just described is 100% true. And you're so spot on. You're either in the passenger seat If you're not creating your life with intention and setting up, I'd say it's the way you start your day and usually end your day. All of us are going to have some crazy in the middle. I do use a planner and I'm like, okay, you got a two hour chunk there. Get that project done right there. That's what's happening. Not I'm farting around on my phone or run into the store. Like there's more intention happening. But if you can start your day with that, some sort of planning too, and then end your day with gratitude, manifestation, breathing, processing, slow... Your whole life, like I would say your whole life can change in a matter of months. It is incredible how fast it can come. So thank you for sharing that. that. That's that mental shift of not being the victim and mental shift of a resilient mindset that has like a capacity for higher allostatic load, which I talk about in the book. It's basically your stress bucket. Yeah. And if you have a bigger stress bucket, you're harder to kill. You're anti-fragile. You're more resilient. That means you're more resistant to viruses. You're more resistant to stress at work. You're more resistant to people being negative to you. Yeah. And that's that's the kind of thing that's important. But I love your, your intentionality. And one of the things I was going to mention is just here's an example that you kind of touched on with productivity that I mentioned in the book is like Cal Newport's deep work. And it's also something that's really covered in Tim Ferriss's four-hour work week is just having that blocked off time to be productive. You can have two hours and outdo someone in their eight hours of distracted work where they're looking at their cell phone, where they're checking emails, looking at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, and you are super distracted. It's called task switching. No one's a multitasker. It's a bullshit lie. We're all just task switching and it takes two, three, up to five minutes to switch back. And we're doing this all day long and it uses a lot of mental energy. It's depleting to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And we're accomplishing next to nothing. And there's dopamine all day long and we're not productive, but we're busy and we're exhausted. And in this two hours, let's say from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., you could knock out more if it's undistracted and you're focused on a task in that time than someone's doing in their entire day. 
It is so true. If you have not done what he just described, I'm challenging you some little project you have. Maybe you have a dream. Maybe you're like, I'm going to make a landing page. And you got your little dream, but you're like, I don't know. I don't know how to do my landing page. I don't even know where to start. I don't know where to look. Okay. Turn your phone off and promise yourself that for two hours, you will not get distracted. You cannot look at your phone. You cannot open the web browser or maybe, well, sometimes it's for me, it's on a Word document, right? Like I have to write out these uh, mindset coaching programs and I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not opening the browser. My phone is off. It's in airplane mode. You're not going anywhere. You're not eating anything. You're here. You're right here. And it is crazy to see. I observed myself how many times my mind was like, oh, squirrel. Oh, 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 like I would want to reach for my phone or open the web browser because some popped in my mind and I'm going to look it up and put it in this mindset program. It's like, no, you make a note and you can look that up later, right? You're not going to go down some rabbit hole right now. Like just stay here. I remember one time I had this one project that I was like, I need to hire somebody out to do that for me. And I was like, dang it. Actually, I need to be the one who does this. I thought it was going to take me, I was going to pay somebody quite a bit of money to do this. I finished it in an hour without distraction. One hour. I was like, holy cow, Zara. So yeah, this, and for me, meditation is what has given me the ability to do this. A lot of people think that yeah, I need Adderall. I need something to help me focus. I need to pop myself up on caffeine and put these headphones on and all. Actually, if you will train your brain through meditation, at least for me, that has been so incredibly helpful on helping me stay in the space that I'm in without chasing squirrels, chasing these rabbit holes of the mind. It's like, come back, let it go. Thank you. I see you. I know, I know. I got to email so-and-so about that other thing. I know. Okay. Write it down on the cell phone. The cell phone conditioning (laughs) us. It's in training us. Yeah. Be distracted. Yeah. Have instant gratification to look at multiple things like throughout the day. Like, I mean, like I said, we're talking to people and being on the cell phone. We're watching TV and being on the cell phone. We're distracted by this thing all day long. And it's in training us to do that all day long, opening, opening apps and multitasking on apps. And it's a lot that's happening there. And you're literally in training yourself for this dopamine hit. And so it's so hard to get away from that. And you'll realize when you're meditating or when you're doing this deep work, how addicted you are, because every 60 seconds, you're going to be like, I want my phone. I need my phone. But it's if you, addiction. it's so true. But if you start to get away from it, you realize how stressed out you've become. My daughter just told me she's 15. She told me she wants a phone without internet. She's like, I don't want it because I got her phone just broke. Right. So she hasn't had a phone at all for the last three or four days. She's like, I just finished this book that I've been trying to finish forever. And now I'm starting another one. And she's like, I realize I'm wasting so much time. I'm not even doing anything on there. I don't want it. And it's, yeah, if you take a little break, you realize how much it's stressing for me. It's stressing me out because my mind thinks I'm busy doing stuff and I'm, I don't need to be doing any of that. I don't need to be checking my DMs every three seconds and responding to people. I can wait and do that later in a chunk. So, and those are some good hacks too, is like, I keep my phone on do not disturb. I've pretty much turned off almost all my notifications, like gone app by app. Me too. There's so many notifications that come up that every time you're just swiping those away, like, you know, just turn those off, maybe text messages. Okay. But a lot, like almost every app on your phone has access to notifications. Turn those off. Yes. Give yourself a break. I know like speaking of what happened to your daughter, I went to Iceland for a biohacking retreat and my phone broke right at the beginning. And it was like one of the, and I couldn't get a new one. I was just, oh my gosh. And it was like the scariest thing, but I ended up really connecting and having just an incredible experience with nature, with the people. And like, I was actually so thankful. I think it was a gift from God. It was answer from the universe that you don't need your phone here. Wow. Yeah. And because the fear comes in, like, what if people need to reach me and I'm out of the country? And what if I can't access my bank stuff? Or, you know, your mind just goes to all these fears and you learn, you're like, everything will be okay. You will make it through this. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Sean, thank you so much for coming on again. And guys, you can go to the inner, sorry, it's just energyformula.com. Check out his book there. Sean is one of the best in the biz by far. I mean, we've got top 20 readers list from USA Today, top books for 2021 from Forbes. It's an Amazon bestseller. It is an incredible resource. Like I said, if you were listening and you're like, what? I can't possibly remember. It's all this stuff. It's in here. Be sure to follow Sean on social media. It's just Sean Wells. It's S-H-A 
WN kind of Sean Wells. And yeah, Sean, thank you so, so much for coming on and sharing all your freaking encyclopedia brain with us today. Thank you. I love being on with you. I can't wait to hang out with you somewhere sometime soon. I know. Hopefully. Please don't shut us down again. I miss my friends. (laughs) All right. We'll wrap it up. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inside Out Health Podcast. I hope this episode served as inspiration and something that you needed to hear in your life. If you have a friend or family member that you think would benefit from this episode, please share it with them. And also please subscribe. I have so many more amazing guests coming. I have just been so gifted and honored to meet so many incredible health professionals in my career, and I cannot wait to share their messages with you guys. So please subscribe. And if you could be so kind as to rate my show, I would really appreciate it. This podcast is honestly an intuitive call to me to help spread goodness to the world. And so if you guys can help me do that, I would really appreciate it. If you want more info on this guest, pop over to my website, check out my podcast section, and you can get links to everything we talked about in the show um, and find out more about this guest and what where you can go from here. Make sure you're also following me on Instagram. Uh, that is my most active platform. You can find me at Coach Tara Garrison. You can also find me on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. Everything is Coach Tara Garrison across the board. And then yeah, if you want to send me a message, guys, let me know other guests or other topics you want to hear on the show. Please let me know. I am here to serve you. So I would love to hear from you. Would love your feedback on the show. And if you share any of these episodes, please tag me on social media. It's Coach Tara Garrison.